0: Welcome to Comedians After Hours, with your hosts, Willis and Veer. Do you want a, uh, do you want a Rennie? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Brilliant. I'm always, I'm are
1: always Are we packing. recording this bit? Again, this is all an exclusive for you <laughs> lot. <laughs> Never leave the house without a packet of Rennies, <laughs> thank you. Whoa, it's worked, that's good. We don't know Give him the packet back, I think. Don't, like, eat well, Okay, <laughs> thank good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> alright. Have you got any questions before we start? <laughs> you alright?
2: are Um, are we safe?
1: Uh, that's a train, oh, right. I think this has been here a long time I, I thought we're we okay. were
2: in a snooker table, <laughs> alright, good to know
1: We're okay, right um, Was well, that going to be an issue for a podcast recording? Probably uh, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know what we can do now it, well, Interesting venue choice is all I'd say <laughs> Yes, um, alright, Yeah. Let's, let's, let's start Hello, I'm Adam Willis I'm George Veer
0: And I'm Ian Coulter And welcome to
1: Comedians After Hours uh, Today's guest is Rhys James rapturous applause <laughs> hello. very rapturous hello
3: how are you doing <laughs> wow is that what we're dead starting? silence <laughs> hello what do it's
2: you want to start with it's weird to be podcast host when you've never had a conversation before isn't it it's <laughs> is a bit strange. Mm. It is
3: strange well i feel f- we're very far away from we you are as well quite far i don't away, think that yeah. was going to get across on the
1: podcast we're about
3: two meters
1: we're or not th- used to doing it in a room so wide because we, we, we've we done lots of the fringe in a theatre that's about a third of the size of this it's not even a theatre is it it's a shed they build every year at the underbelly yeah tiny right, right, right. so this is I mean this is luxury so you're us. really making the most of the space yes. oh, yeah. put yeah. some distance between <laughs> us yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: We've, got, we've, we've managed to fit everyone on the front row, so they can feel very immediate to the show, but we managed to sit very far back from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: perfect.
1: It was also in Reese's contract that he can't actually sit that close to us. So no, this is all no, cool. but that's because I haven't showered today. <laughs> oh, it's for us. I didn't want to feel the pressure of washing. so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> so, how's it going? What's going on with you at the moment? It's well, quite a vague Straight question, in. isn't it? Yes. Uh, well? There'll be more of them to come.
2: I've got one Rennie less than I had five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Thank you for that. Not much, not much. The answer is not much. I feel a bit hungover. That's why I've got a can of Coke with me. I'm Coca trying to get Cola. sponsorship for this podcast. <laughs> Coca-Cola. The
1: thinking man's Pepsi. <laughs> <don't know>. uh, <laughs> We've um, tried for years to get sponsorship. If you can get sponsorship just from saying it once, I mean, brilliant. We'll give yeah, you half yeah. of it. I
2: To be honest, I think I've, I've shot a bit high there, going for Coca-Cola, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. biggest company in the world. <laughs> Apple. Buy iPhones. <laughs> that Brilliant. You're going to be loaded. You
3: just start
1: Rennie? I yeah. don't think it matters yeah. if you do it. For if you, you just <laughs> had a big no, curry. Rhys James has some sort of following, whereas you don't. So <laughs> you can say whatever you want, you're not going to get shit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's one thing I did think coming into this. Is how You're 27?
1: 27 is
2: correct.
3: You're a lot more successful than me. <laughs> and I find that's very upsetting. Yeah. It also doesn't look like you've worked. <laughs>
2: yeah. Both true, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to say? Yeah, the answer is yes. What is it,
3: what's it like when... When you go back to where you're from, has it changed the way people treat you?
2: No, um, <laughs> not at all. Uh, although, actually, no, it has a bit. Only in the last year or so, people have started asking me if I'll write best man speeches for them, genuinely. People I went to, sort, of, sort of went to school with, who maybe people who sort of bullied me a bit at school, and I was saying, do you mind looking over mm-hmm. this best man speech for my brother yeah. to see if these jokes are a bit much? And I just go, yes, I'm, of course I mind. Why would I <laughs> want to do that? Also, people just say to me, do you know Joel Domit? That's it. <laughs> when I go back for Christmas people all people say to me is do you know Joel Domit and I just go yeah and they go alright and that's the <laughs> end of the conversation oh they don't have anything to follow up with no nah, they just right. they think he's fit or whatever well he is yeah he is fit yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I haven't got to say he is what's it like when you go home
3: no one cares no one <clears> knows <throat> that. No one, and I live in a really small village they, or if they do care they actively <laughs> avoid me right yeah <laughs> yeah well maybe they... that's
2: what's happening to me as well then because oh. no one's saying anything what
1: would they do even if you were famous to what, say,
3: all right, Adam. Well done. <laughs> Give me a pat on the. Butt. I don't know what I'd be. What would I be famous
2: for? I don't know. Rennie, I mean, the Rennie guy. <laughs> you're in the all Rennie right? adverts, aren't you?
1: Sorry, I don't. I don't know what a Rennie is. It's heartburn. Heartburn. Is it, is, this a, is, it, is that a well-known thing? Do you know what that is? Everyone's yeah. nodding, All right. Fine. I'll right. be honest as well. I wasn't too sure. And when I
3: took that it, I wasn't, sure if, I wasn't
1: sure whether <laughs> to put it in my mouth or in my drink. And I, just before the
3: podcast, I put right. it in my mouth, and I could have really regretted
2: it. What did you do with it? Did you swallow it?
3: I, I put it in my mouth for a bit. It's fascinating. Let it dissolve a bit. Then I got bored. I chewed it. Yeah, you managed to chew it. Of you
0: are managed to chew it. Do you have right. heartburn? Adam? Is <laughs> no. that the problem? Right, <laughs> it's yeah. Ian. Ian's cropped up, All right, Ian? All right, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm just wondering why he took the Rennie if he didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Something to do, it? Something to fill the
0: time. Yeah, we've got an audience. We
2: have to perform. <laughs> yeah, that is it. That is the pressure of a live audience. Sometimes when there's a live audience there, you will eat a Renny and you don't know what it is. That's just the way the business works.
1: I'm going to drink some water. Do you want to ask a question?
2: Yeah. Um, you said you were bullied at school. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was. <laughs> to be honest,
2: I was exaggerating.
3: Yeah. See, I've seen from uh, from my research, I know that you were, you were quite
2: small. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah um thank you for talking in the past tense <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um,
3: has that had you know some people say that comedy is a defense mechanism has that had any bearing on why you think you've gotten into comedy
2: well yeah I, yeah but it's such a basic story that, that what that happened is, what i was just like <laughs> i was so much smaller than everyone my age and there is a very funny picture of me is this what you're referring to? There's a picture of me on Instagram. Probably. Like, I have
3: seen a picture of you looking tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the, the benefit of the considered... listener. What age were you when you were I am,
2: tiny? I am one foot tall. Uh, <laughs> Very what, I was like, when I was like um, 14, 15, all my mates were like, sort of had beards. Yeah. <laughs> and were <laughs> six foot or whatever. Yeah. And I yeah. Was, would have still been like five.
1: Three, oh yeah and
2: i was just tiny and everyone was also really athletic and loads of people played football like semi-professionally mm-hmm. at my school at that age and then i was just like all oh, right, i guess i'll have to be funny also i had i mean i say had i i've got massive teeth but <laughs> had. so i was small but my teeth were big but then they weren't straight can, can they were we all just, over the place
3: can we just re-record that sentence and have the audience gasp a little bit what, I've, what, <laughs> I've got massive teeth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you mean
1: so it's like a surprise <laughs> yeah. to the yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the first time i've opened my mouth today, yeah. Uh, yeah
2: it would have meant that i definitely was trying to be funny to so that i had anything to offer um but that you know that's true it wasn't like uh to try and stop people bullying
1: me so what was the what was the progression from there so you were trying to make people laugh at school and then what happened from there? Because lots of people I know went to like drama clubs and stuff and then realized they were funny. And is that a similar sort of thing?
2: Um, I did. I, I wanted to be. Actually, that's not true. I ran for the position of head boy of my sixth form because I am middle class. <laughs> and uh, I only ran for it because I wanted to do the speech. You got to do like a hustings mm. and, a, and a speech. And I just thought I'll just do a funny speech about the school and stuff like that. And then I did that and it went really well. But while I did it, I was so <laughs> nervous that. I did it in a complete stranger's accent, right? So I just suddenly <laughs> went on, and I was like, hello, mate, I'm Rhys Jason. And I was just doing this weird cockney voice while I did this speech running for head boy, and everyone afterwards was like, that was really funny. What, what was the, why were you doing that? And I was like, I've got no idea. I was obviously just terrified.
3: Did you make head boy?
2: No, I didn't get it. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. It really is a tragic story. They really <laughs> engaged the audience. They're probably like yeah. responding oh, vocally. God, wow. Keep doing that. It sounds great. I didn't um no, I didn't get it and I didn't deserve it. But I tell you who did get it, a boy called John Richardson and his dad was the governor of the school. So yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Fuck exactly John this has what turned into, a load into some sort of bullshit. stupid pantomime now, where everyone's <laughs> booing and stuff. Mate, Russians were involved. It's a load of
1: Cambridge Analytica was at my yeah. school is what I'm saying. <laughs> And then, so from there, what was the? Did you I, did carry a, I actually
2: did a gig pretty soon after that. Uh, that was quite young. Yeah. Right?
0: That's why I'm successful now.
2: I was. Oh, yeah. seven, I did. A, I was 17. Christ. I did. A, I did my first gig the week I got my braces off. <laughs> sort, of, yeah, sort of worm I am. But where
3: I, where are we took? Can you paint a paint a picture of what it's like being a 17 year old boy going into a comedy club?
2: Well, it looks. I look like I look now. I looked exactly <laughs> like this. Uh, it wasn't a comedy club, it was just like an open mic night in Luton, uh, at a place called The Hat Factory, uh. and it was a load of emo bands, well, the audience were all 15 and they were all sat on the floor, cross-legged, <laughs> and then what? it was, I know, it's not what I expected it to be either, and there was all these um, like emo bands, and then there was one other c- comedian and he was very angry, <laughs> and uh, he was just screaming about stuff, and it, you, honestly it was like inaudible and he didn't do well, and I thought, oh, God. And I went on, and <laughs> I just... Still my set. <laughs> I re- yeah, 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 exactly. I remember it, fo- I remember it going well. Obviously, it, there's no way it can have gone well, because the jokes were terrible, but mm. I remember coming off, like, relieved, and then just like, well, now I'm never going to stop doing this. Mm. Um, although, I, you know, I do sort of feel like stopping doing it now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that true? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like, I... No, 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 but just like, it, I don't... I used to be like, if I took a week not doing a gig... I would be going mad and like mm-hmm. desperate to get on stage, and now I'm like more than happy to not do a gig for a month. Yeah, mm. the next was, gig, if I come back after not doing a gig for a month, will be terrible. I'll be awful, but I'm sort of quite happy. Like to, over Christmas and stuff, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. great! I don't have to think about mm. <laughs> jokes.
1: Yeah, and are you, do you see yourself as a as a live performer, or are you interested in sort of the more of the, of the you know the? I mean, lots of people go through stand up into tv work or film or something and then you know perhaps do stand up again afterwards but on a much bigger scale are you interested in the same sort of thing or do you yeah do you see yourself as a live performer
2: uh at the heart of it i see myself as a writer uh who has to perform but i do like (laughs) i like performing i do like performing but it's not my it's not my skill i don't Mm. think and i did do drama and all that sort of stuff at school and i was like trying to always acting and stuff when i was younger but i'm not a great actor and i was just like no, I like writing. The main thing I'm into is writing, and then just like you, just I have to get it out there, mm-hmm. or it's pointless. So then I have to go and say I'm,
3: it. I'm right in so saying you write. You write for other comedians as well. I used to, yeah. You used to. How how does that compare to writing for your own for your writing your own material?
2: Well, it compares because, <laughs> and this is so unprofessional. The quality control is appalling when you're writing for someone else because you don't have to say it, so you don't give a shit. (laughs) Just give them anything. There you go, make that work. Unlucky, dickhead. No, you just... uh, No, it was always... To be honest, it was normally I would write with them. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't quite... You know, they'd hire me, but it wasn't like I would send stuff in. That happened very occasionally towards the end of when I used to write stuff, and that I didn't really enjoy that much. But I like when you write with a comedian, they say look, I need to do, I'm doing this or something like that. I'm going on telly and doing this. I need to work up this set where you just come and sit with me. And then you just kind of like both go through these ideas and just like essentially just punch up yeah. ideas. And that's really fun because that's just like two mates chatting and then trying to be funny.
1: Well, I was going to say, they, were they often friends before? Yeah, That's quite At an odd thing to say, you're my friend, but can I pay you to come and yeah. make me funnier? That's well, or sometimes thing. they said, can you
2: come and make me funnier? And I said, you must pay me. Um, All <laughs> oh, oh, right. right. Yeah. Sometimes it was that way around. <laughs>
1: But, uh, you know, got a couple of free Nando's out of it Nando's <laughs> <laughs> A delicious meal <laughs> any, any time you want to add any of them in yeah. Please do yeah. that's, I, I, You should be paying me for making you funnier So I think, because that happens a lot <laughs> Yeah, maybe, we can think about that in the new year Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, next year?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what, a, what a time to say a phrase <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's
2: such a funny <laughs> phrase to use Yeah, why don't we discuss that in the new year <laughs> January the first,
1: <laughs> Ian.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to ask? Um, to do a question, I think. Yeah. That's really quiet. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's uh, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter if they can't hear it. Um, was
2: it was very lovely.
0: Thank you. Um, so, are there any new jokes, or are we all just recycling the same old material?
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I th- Yeah.
0: Philosophy. I th- yeah.
2: No, I know what you mean. What, in the sense that there's only a few joke yeah. structures and we're all just doing them again? Yes. Yeah, I also think there's only like seven people. I genuinely think there's like seven... Mm. When well, you look at people. You know, how so, you know how you see someone and they look like someone you know, look really like someone you know? That's because there's seven people and they're all just <laughs> slightly different. They've all made different choices. And the same with jokes. There's seven jokes and just say them yeah. again with different words. Put KBDL in it and people will find it funny. <laughs>
3: Who? Who are the seven people? Seven so people: was my mum, my people. dad, <laughs> <laughs> me, and all my siblings.
2: Uh, no, I just mean like there's like there's like a f- more than seven, obviously. But there's like, like just, a type. There's a few molds of people, and then like you could fit. I think you could categorize it quite uh, yeah, easily. Could, I
3: think you could keep slimming down and be like they're a bit that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, in appearance and in personality, everyone's basically the same, aren't they? And this, i mean—that's not an answer to your question yeah, at I don't all. Yeah, think it answers the question. Um, but there's—I uh, don't know—I think it's a mix because there's loads of people who do really original things, and it's also just mm-hmm. like it depends how you're defining joke. But there's definitely structures, and people are repeating these structures a lot. And then there's like—it's not even really a joke, but there's ticks that elevate things, mm-hmm. like the old finishing a sentence and interrupting it with an um, "just <laughs> before" or like a "what else" just what at the end. By, what do you mean by that? So. There's loads of famous comics who do it. Loads of comics do it where you're just like, just to indicate the sentence has ended, and then the laugh comes from, oh, that was it, that's the joke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just sort of say the sentence and then just go, yeah, so, and then just like move on immediately. And loads of people do that, and you get a big big laugh out of that, yeah. Mm.
1: By the way, listening audience, and you, if you're wondering what that sound is, that is a train. Don't panic. I think it happens every five minutes or something ridiculous. They didn't tell us that when we booked the venue. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So Does that answer your question, Ian? Yeah, why oh, do you not? to play okay. it out? <laughs> that sort of wraps that section. Is, right. that, an orig-
2: <laughs> is that an original
1: yep. composition? Compos- yeah. original, yeah.
2: Nice. But just to reiterate my point, it sounds like John Legend,
0: doesn't it? Uh, we, well, we've Well, there's that only before. seven songs. There what? are only seven now, songs. Now, I'm
1: interested in this, Ian, because we've heard this before. What the hell's going uh, on? Well, now, two else, people have said this independently. Someone else said it sounded like Who Ger- said it? Gershwin. Who so. else said it? Another comedian you
0: had? Um, I don't know.
1: <laughs> right, and that illustrates the point as well, Brown? doesn't it? Another it was, comedian yeah. said exactly what I just said. I think it was said. Alfie Brown. So what, what, what are you going to do
0: about this? Well, it sounds like a lot of people. So, so what, not we just just leave, John Legend. we're just leaving it, are we? I think it's fine.
1: All right, well, what do you think? <laughs> I like John Legend. All right. What do you so That's good.
0: Well, I'll keep it
3: then. I mean, you uh know, I'd be happy to mix it up, but if we we should take a general consensus of the room, I think.
2: Uh, what are we asking? Do you want a different? Do you want a different? Do you want piano? different music I every
1: time Ian plays a thing?
0: No, it's, it doesn't matter what you want. They've been going to pay.
1: Do you, do you <laughs> want different music every time Ian plays a thing? <laughs> 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 Great. Then you'll play different music. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we'll find out in about uh, fifteen minutes what that's going to be. <laughs> All right. Um,
3: you've you've been described as the best comedian on Twitter.
2: Yeah, we, okay. <laughs> who dis- who's described? Oh, who
3: I can't remember my sources. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, Alex. Oh, shit. I've described you as the best comedian on Twitter.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much.
3: Um, you, you put a lot of content out. How, does, is that a conscious thing you do or are you just always on it?
2: Uh, well, I'm not tweeting unconsciously. <laughs>
3: that's what I <laughs> thought. Stupid question.
2: Oh, yeah, so I'm conscious while I tweet, yeah. <laughs> I'm aware that I'm tweeting. <laughs> What, do you think, what is the question?
3: Do you think, oh, I better, better put, I better put another tw- tweet out, or do you just like? You're right. Can you, can you not help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, I get it. I get it. So what you're saying he gets is, it. what? Yeah. I don't get me there. What are you talking <laughs> about? But? So what you, <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is, am I a content prostitute, or am I addicted to tweets?
3: That's essentially what I'm saying. Yeah, here, so yeah, yeah.
2: Okay a bit of both (laughs) depends on the day Uh, no I used to to be honest I'm quite shit at Twitter now but I used to um, Twitter used to be really fun and used to be really good and it was just everyone posting one liners all the time and I loved that and it actually really helped me become a better writer from doing that and it just, just makes you just be economical with words Because it was 140 characters. And everyone would do that. And also you used to be able to gain followers. So you'd get retweets and people would know you as, oh, this person's feed is just one-liners and they would follow you. And then that dropped off when Twitter became a big argument (laughs) and stopped being fun at all and just started being everyone accusing of each other of stuff. Uh, And now it's... I don't really enjoy it. And if I'm doing a tweet, to be honest, I just tweet about football at the moment Mm -hmm. and plugging stuff. Uh So I don't enjoy it as much as I did. And also it's just like... You don't really. No one really follows you from from jokes anymore. They just follow mm-hmm. you from if you've done stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find. But, what was the question? <laughs> Am I a? I did know I, what the question back was Back in the day, originally. yeah. No, sorry. Back in the day, when I was doing those one liners, I was like conscious of like I want to. Do, I need to do at least three a day. I need mm-hmm. to do three jokes a day. I need to keep this ticking over. And now I couldn't care to, less. To build followers was the original. Idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also just like. Just as, it was to build followers, but also it was just like, no, I want to have written three original jokes every day uh-huh. and I'll just put them up there. I don't just write them and put them in a file or whatever. I was like, and then I will put them there. And I used to write, when it would come to writing a new show, I used to go through my old tweets uh, and just like use it as a starting point. Yeah. And they're all, pre- really, they're not gags. They're premise lines, a lot of tweets. Uh-huh. They're just a funny premise. Because if you go and just say the line on stage, it won't work. But then you have to extrapolate from it and turn it into a routine. Mm-hmm. Is what I found with mine they weren't puns or anything like that. So I used to do that as an exercise to be like, right, I need a new show. Yeah, you get to the point where you start you normally be around January when I start working on a new show for Edinburgh and I would start by going through my tweets and make just like copying and pasting the ones I really like into a document and then seeing what I can turn into a routine.
1: And was it based on the ones you found funny or cuz I know yeah. V was talking about it and she said it was based on the number of likes she put tweets out and then based on the number of likes or whatever, or retweets or whatever, she'd know that was funnier than others. No, I don't
2: agree. Uh, It definitely, so if there's one that's got a thousand retweets, that's gone big, then you suddenly, even if you thought it was only okay, you would obviously then be like, oh, that must be pretty good. But other than that, if it's not not done well, I would still think, if I thought it was funny, I would still say it. Because it's Mm -hmm. a completely different thing to say on stage.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: I think that's answered my very vague question. Good. Thank you very much. Do
1: you have another very vague question? Yes, I've got plenty of very vague, vague <laughs> questions. Go on
3: then. Um, then on, on looking through your Twitter and Instagram, the number one reply I saw to you was along the lines of uh, bring back top ten football fuck-ups, you yeah. posh twat. Um, yeah,
2: that sort <laughs> of stuff, yeah, yeah. When is it coming back? Yeah, it's not coming back. <laughs> it's not coming back. <laughs> what, what, is, what is top Ten. Top 10 football fuck-ups, which, by the way, I didn't name. I think it's a great name. It's a <laughs> joke. I wanted to call it Rennie's Top 10 Football Fuck-Ups. Right, sure. Rennie weren't on board. Um, mm-hmm. It was just this YouTube thing I did. There's a YouTube channel called The Football Republic, and I used to just do this show on there where I would... I mean, it's, all the information is in the title. I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I, would, I would count down from 10, and I would go through the, the big the mishaps in the football world that week and I would basically just write gags, just jokes. About, I'd tell these stories of stuff that had happened and then I would just write jokes about it and then it would just be a YouTube video it, that was like pe- 10 minutes.
3: People seem mortified that it's gone. Yeah. You're getting a lot of abuse. From I People know, yeah. that don't and not happy with it's
2: it. Actually, but I think it's actually really just three people. <laughs> it's the same three people. And they all have these different Why accounts. won't
1: you give these people what they want? Um, they don't I, want witty sort of you know, yeah, I know. Considered hours of comedy. They want top 10 football fuck-ups over and over again. Even the same thing. It just and ran and its again.
2: course. It had run its course. So, there's no a couple one was fucking of, up. A couple whatever. Of reasons. There are a couple of reasons it ended that are not very interesting. But it, the show ran its course and the producers of the show changed. And it was a bit sort of a mix of that. And it was just like, oh, no longer is this what we started and suddenly it was all just getting, everything was getting a bit complicated and political, which is just not wow. very interesting to anyone. But it was, uh, also the show I was just a bit like, it was a fucking ball like mate. It took so long. It took so long to write every week. Every week? I do it every week. And yeah, they were like 12. Fuck
3: up that much a week.
2: No, that's the problem. <laughs> every week I'm trying to get, oh, the corner flag fell over. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make that funny for 10 minutes. Yeah, there was loads of times. And then sometimes the week would be like, there'd be like a horrible bit of racism. And they're like, you've got to put that in because it's like one of the big stories. It'd be like, how am funny. I, yeah. I going to make this funny? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there was, it was a mix of like either horrible stuff or like tragedies. Or like nothing and me trying to get blood out of a stone, essentially. There was, there was some really good week. And what was good about it is that we, when I first started it, people hated it. When I first started doing that show, people despised it. I got so much abuse. People calling me a rat. I mean, I look a bit, I look a bit ratty. People okay. would say, this little rat prick, I hate this prick. People were just always having a go at me, saying, this is shit, this isn't funny. And then after about ten weeks of doing it, it became like everyone, if I missed a week, people were like, Where, where's football fuck-ups? What's going on? And it had catch, we had catchphrases in the show, running jokes. Oh, great. There were jokes oh, I did. Yeah, they just like emerged, and that actually emerged. I now think I've realised what a catchphrase is because it emerged entirely <laughs> out of laziness. So any time I was in need of a punchline, I was like, oh, people seem to like it when I say that. So I would just say the catchphrase <laughs> again. <laughs> Brilliant. And then people would go, yes, it's pretty catchphrase. And I was like, oh, right, that's how catchphrases emerge. You just can't be asked to write a new joke because there's only seven jokes.
1: Yes. Well, good, good tying up. Um, so just to sort of ch- confirm to the, the critics or people that are interested, this has answered them. It's not coming back. Stop asking. Stop yeah, it's not Reece's coming back. Instagram and actually,
2: I was asked—I I was asked literally last week—I was given a new offer to bring it back <laughs> uh, for eighteen weeks, for the t- I think, till the end of the season or something. Yeah. And, and you I was said just, no. I said no. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm thinking?
1: What? Well, there's an offer out there somewhere that we we start doing
2: that. 100% do it. Do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do it. The it money's quite, the it's money's hell. good. You can see it's hell. <laughs> brilliant. The money's brilliant, mate. <laughs> Like you said, we're the same age as him. Yeah, we're not yeah, successful. We we'll do the football fuck-ups thing. E- I don't watch, football, watch uh, football. I'm the only one who knows about football. We'll so. bring Ian along. <laughs> <laughs> For the piano. Right? You can be like our writer. Yep. You won't be able to
2: play it. that John Legend song, mate. It'll get taken off YouTube <laughs> if you do. <laughs> not bothered. No, we don't have Ian on
1: screen. We'll have him backstage writing. The f- yeah. like you someone's don't even have to bring him We'll get that money. Yeah. We'll be famous. <laughs> yeah?
2: I hope you're prepared to be called rats on the internet
1: because I'm setting up a YouTube account and I'm commenting on every video. I don't know if I want to do it anymore. <laughs> I can't take that. <laughs> um, Ian, yeah, it seems like a good time for you to.
0: Okay, play. so I'm doing something different.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. And you've had 15 minutes to think about it, so don't piss uh,
0: around. I'm gonna do like I'm gonna play on Beethoven. So
1: ripping off someone else. Uh, look, wait.
0: <laughs> it goes a bit jazzy at the end. What do we think, guys? <laughs> oh, you. I think uh, you've all made a terrible mistake. Yeah, I'm not. The convinced. last one was much better fuck well um, go
1: on you what? made your bed go on
0: okay um do you have any jokes that you cringe at now oh 100,000 <laughs>
2: okay. yeah almost everything what cringe for what reason or just generally you just like what was that that was rubbish or something like that oh there's loads that were rubbish mm. there's still uh, there's some in this show at the moment that are rubbish okay. <laughs> uh, I'm working on a new show at the moment there's some that I like get to in mm-hmm. the new stuff and just go, why have I still got that written <laughs> down? Why is that on the list? Have you um, still got
1: it down because it fills a gap in plot or narrative? Or it's, something?
2: Yeah, there's things in the mo- at the moment that are like uh, placeholders, where I know a better version of this joke yeah. will someday exist. But then it, it's like, when I come to sit down and write the show, those bits aren't the fun bits. When you're writing, writing is really fun when it's a new idea and you're really pursuing this idea and you want to just like turn it. So often, there's this, I've got this bit about um, house viewings being insane and how there's no try before you buy with a house even though it's the most important decision. All you get to do is look at a house for 10 minutes while you're shown around by a girl I used to work in Tiger Tiger, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this whole routine about house viewings and it's all about house viewings being mad. And that routine is like six out of 10 at the moment. Uh, and I know that. And every time I perform it, I go, I really need to punch this up and make this better. But every time I go to sit down and work on it, I think of a new routine entirely. And then I just write oh. that. And then I go and do that somewhere. Mm. And then that routine's really fun. And then I get to doing my hour show at the moment. And then I go, God, this fucking house viewing bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just now. So what's happened is now whenever I get to the house viewing bit, I become a different comedian who's like really trying to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really a performer who like properly sells material <laughs> in the sense of like a lot of like all these arena filling comics are comics who know how to sell jokes. And I'm not really like that. I'm not good at that. Uh, but when it comes to that routine, I am McIntyre. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with a terrible B grade stuff. That but I think work. that's
1: quite impressive because I always find it disheartening having to perform something that you, you don't think is funny or for some reason, like we, we've done with our play before, we've had to perform something that we know there's a better version but we can't do it for some reason. And that's irresponsible. Yeah, it's a,
2: yeah and, but to be honest, I've only got myself to blame. Sometimes I've been too busy to work on it, but also just that thing of like, I have sat down to work on it and failed to do that. Yeah. And a, part of me thinks, with those sort of bits I find now, this didn't used to be true but in the last couple of years, if there's a routine that's doing well but not well enough it only gets to the next level of being good from me just riffing me just performing it and having the skeleton of it and then just improvising is where the actual truly funny stuff, Mm -hmm. the big laughs emerge, and not like riffing something new every time, but just like riffing on it and then being like, right, that's really funny, Mm -hmm. I'll say that next time but but that's also like you know, if you're not in the right frame of mind in a certain gig, then that's not going to happen. It's not going to come out. So there's the, that and that is the case. Mm-hmm. I've done that routine maybe 10 times and it's not <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> just waiting for it to suddenly take off.
3: Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll just stop Reese, there and uh, this, this thrilling interview to sort of talk about what we're up to. Isn't it? Uh we, well we, well What are we, we up to? Yeah, I don't well we just finished um I'll tell you head. Fuck all.
0: Yeah, well that yeah. Not not, not entirely fuck all, we're recording this. Yes. We are recording this, yeah.
1: We're sitting around waiting to be paid by the King's Head Theatre. Yes. Who are yet to pay us? Yes. Please pay us that equity called it equity.
3: Um yeah, so you know, <clears> hang <throat> <home> tight. We'll <laughs> it will keep you Keep you posted on what we're doing, but at the moment, are you in? why haven't they paid us? <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Well, I'm laughing no, about it, but I'm fucking furious. They
3: are a respectable venue, and they'll get round to it. Fuck I, off, I,
1: are I, they? I'm sure they
3: will. They
0: realised there was like a, a, a big neon light in the way of their like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes.
1: That happened during our show, and it was very annoying. Yes. Um. <laughs> Enjoy. is there
3: anything else to say? Should we (laughs) let them get
1: back to their podcast? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. enjoy. Back a bit to sort of you getting into comedy. So you started doing open mics and stuff like that. And then what was the... You just sort of got through them. You kept doing open mics. And then what sort of happened? Well, I went to
2: Manchester to go to university. And Manchester is such a good place to start out in comedy because uh, rather than having to do a bunch of open mics and open mics, there's just... The audience is mostly just other open mic performers. It's one of
1: the worst things, I think, in the world. So you get no...
2: Your feedback is appalling and incorrect because what aspiring comics find funny is very different to what the public find Mm. funny um, because they're all um, immoral pricks. (laughs) So you can get away with insane stuff. You heard it here first. Yeah. And uh, so I went to Manchester, and in Manchester there's not really... There wasn't, when I was there anyway, an open mic scene. So what it means is you do... Instead of doing open mics, your first gigs are there's short sets on professional bills mm-hmm. and so everyone else on the, on the bill is, is a full time comic who's having a great gig Ev- no one's struggling everyone's smashing it it mm-hmm. means the audience are really up for it and then you have no choice but to try and raise your game you've got to try and match that because yeah. you're taking up time on this evening so your 10 minutes has to be sharp and good and it just makes you better so much quicker and also you, it means you get to watch a professional comedy night So you get to understand Mm. how professional comedy night works and the sort of things the audience like. And you get to do that all the time. So I also, in my third year of university, I lived uh, like 100 metres from the comedy store in Manchester. And I just got friendly with the guy who runs it up there. And you'd be surprised how many of the 10-minute open spots on a Saturday night would bottle it and pull out. Yeah. Or just like not turn up. And so he would phone me all the time, Gareth, and say, so the open spot's not turned up. Do you want to come do 10 minutes? And so I would just then just walk down to the comedy store all the time and do 10 minutes. And wow. doing that at the, co- at the comedy store, which is like, this is where, you, yeah, s- yeah. at that level, that's the sort of places you're aspiring to someday mm. be able to play. It was just like, it's so useful to do that. And even just go back like, and do the same set over and over again there and just like see how it changes without yeah. you even realizing that you've intrinsically learned this thing like of how to perform this better from just being. And also the lineups, there would always be so many good people on those lineups. But that, so that was really helpful. And yeah. that's how I got my first writing jobs is from being on those bills and then some comics on those bills saying, can you write for me on this show or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. And then after that, you came back to London. I came back to London. And so I'd had three years
2: of gigging then uh, in Manchester on like pro bills and stuff. And I was starting to get bits of paid work in third year. I was starting <laughs> to get 50 quid here and there to go and do 15, 20 minutes. And um, so then I came back to uh, Hertfordshire where I grew up, <laughs> how's, the, how's the comedy
1: scene in Hertfordshire? It's pretty
2: special, mate. Uh, <laughs> it's not great, but it's like 25 minutes into London, where I lived. So I was just going to London all the time. But also, also, actually, at that stage, I was going everywhere. So I was like going to Cardiff to do 10 minutes and stuff like that. I was just like going wherever I could to do stage time. Um, and then I moved to London about a year after that. But in the meantime, I had done some Edinburgh's. So I did... One year when oh two years I lived there. One year when I lived there, I did a show called Triple A Stand Up, which is a package show in Edinburgh, uh, which is where they essentially. Have you seen been to see Triple A Stand Up? Yeah. What year did you see it? All oh, right. She said twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen.
3: In the venue after us in twenty sixteen. Yeah, they were. Were they? Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: AAA stand-up, when I did it, there was two shows, an early and a late show, and it ended up having like five shows or something all over the place. So it used to just be a pleasant showcase. Essentially what it means is that a company, a production company called Bound and Gagged for AAA stand-up, pick they do auditions and they pick their favourite three acts and they just make a bill out of it that's on every day in Edinburgh. So it fills an hour slot and then you have someone compares it and then two acts do 20 minutes. And it's for newish acts who are coming up to just get a full month of gigs under their belt. And also, it's meant to be this company saying, look, this is the talent we want to work with in future. Mm. Um, and so I did that and basically died on my ass every day. But <laughs> that's so much, that's so useful. That month is just like a weird boot camp.
1: Oh, so you'd already done the auditions.
2: I did the auditions, yeah, yeah, and, and then then I got it. You, and then The auditions really were in what? London, and then I, I got the auditions. And then I, no, 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 but those shows are so difficult. Often those shows, when I did it, Because it's called AAA stand-up, so that it's on the front page of the brochure, right? So that it's three A's. So when you're looking through the brochure, you go, oh, right, I'll go see that. But the Edinburgh Fringe is made up of such interesting, exciting shows that, I mean, if you're just looking at the front page of the brochure and then going to that (laughs) show, there's so many things to watch. No offence. When we did it, it was most nights it was populated by office parties. Because we were on at seven o'clock and it would be like, it was a 50-seater and often at least 30 of the audience would be one big group, like a birthday or an office party, just like a bit of stand-up, then start your night. But we were so new, we were doing 20 minutes, and we all had 20 minutes. It wasn't like, oh, okay, I'll do this material tonight. It's like, no, I have to do all of my jokes. But you left, I left that. By week two, I was so bored of how it was going. that I was just like, I'll just try anything. So I was just trying loads of ideas. And I left that being a bit like, Jesus. But then you, what <laughs> you realise, you get back to London, or you get back into a proper gig, and you go, oh, right, I'm a much better comedian because (laughs) of being a terrible comedian for a month (laughs) so there is
1: a distinction with audiences do you think there's a distinction between audiences i mean i i I think we often blame the audience if a show's not going well um because because we've done it enough times to know that the show sometimes goes well you know
2: yeah 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 i mean it's a mix there uh, yeah it's that anyone who says never blame the audience is an idiot and anyone who says always blame the audience is an idiot i mean like obviously it massively depends on the situation sometimes a gig is unplayable but sometimes it is your fault, and that's why you need to... I don't, And I don't do this. I don't practice what I preach, but you should record all your gigs and listen to them as much as possible because then you can go, oh, right, I'm delivering this like shit, yeah, and I need to change it.
1: What I found from recorded gigs is that they're either better or worse than you thought they were. So if you thought it went really well, it often went fine. Yeah. And if you thought it was crap, it was often quite good. Yeah, That's what I've always found with that. It's never, it's never what, exactly what you think. So I think it, you're right. It's a really interesting tool to it's a really useful thing to listen back to stuff yeah yeah yeah. I think it's absolutely like
2: an exam when you leave an exam and go I did amazingly and then you got a D (laughs) (laughs) when you leave and go oh that was rubbish and then it always ends up being really good I Mm -hmm. mean I'm not still doing exams so (laughs) (laughs) there's
3: the philosophy of that just always going in in thinking it's going to be shit always come out thinking it's been shit and then your (laughs) life will be fantastic (laughs) it doesn't sound like a great life (laughs) No, not, you I don't
1: want to talk least,
2: to no, not entirely. But <laughs> that is that maybe that's one way to do it. Yeah, I do always. Yeah, it's a, I do have a massive defense mechanism with a lot of gigs where I always think, uh, like, a, with sometimes with gigs, I was just like am saying to myself, it doesn't matter. I don't care if this goes badly. You, but I obviously massively do, or I wouldn't have to say this to myself. Do
3: you, do you see it as combative? Do you, do you see yourself as having to win the audience over?
2: No, God, no, no, no. They've come to a comedy show. They want to see comedy. So no, they they just want you to be funny and you don't have to, it's not, they're not there. It's, you know, they're not there to go, I hope this is shit. And then you've <laughs> got to change their mind. They, they have come for a night out. They hope it's good. And then you have yeah. to deliver. And it's just, you know, do you match what their idea of good is? That makes <laughs> essentially. Sense. Do, you, do
3: you have specific, like, do you, have you done like different corporate events?
2: Yep. When did you one on Friday. I did a... <laughs> <laughs> just to contextualise that routine I mentioned earlier about house viewings. On Friday, I hosted an <laughs> awards for 600 estate agents. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they, A, liked that routine, or B, were absolutely fucking furious? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: they must know they're slimy. Right? It was, well, to be honest, there's elements... <laughs> they are, aren't they? There were
2: aspects of the routine that really landed and aspects that they were just like... I cannot believe you're saying this to us. I'm
3: mad. I wonder how many but of the it words was of Tiger Tiger before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tiger That's Tiger. That's why they
2: were annoyed. <laughs> I know, yeah. But to be fair, no, they did look, they looked like quite Tiger Tiger-y. Oh, <laughs> they were a Tiger Tiger bunch. I can't remember what they were called. Kinley? Is that an estate agent? McKinley. McKinley, yeah. McKinley, yeah. I, I no, it's that. not McKinley. Oh, right. Kinley Fokard and, yeah. Kinley <laughs> d- <laughs> are they your <laughs> estate agents? It is. D- but did, did, did you have you used them before? Are they good estate agents? they got very high Google rating. <laughs>
1: so, no, no, so, say yes if this has been recorded. And we're, they got know, five, they've got sued. five stars on Google. They were actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were
2: actually lovely. They were...
1: They, they were... Are you backtracking now? <laughs> yes, because I don't think I've back. been paid yet. Um, <laughs>
2: the everyone running it was so lovely and, like, the MD and stuff was great. And then I was just like... But the crowd, I was just like, fucking hell. I was just doing material about them to them. Because with corporate <laughs> events, you have to make it relevant. Because if yeah. you just go off and go, here's a bit about me, which is what stand up is essentially. They're just like, why are you here? Yeah. So you have to go. Essentially, you do a a funny speech about the event. Yeah. But my, or, but because I didn't write it bespoke for the event, it was just material on that topic. It was quite anti. Brilliant. So it was a bit awkward.
3: Do you get things? Do you get any requests going into it? Do they go like, oh, you know, try fuck with Gavin from accounts. You get things like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes. Not really with corporates. Corporates are the opposite. Corporates are very, don't swear, don't say anything controversial. Nothing about Gavin in a And don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all know Gavin's a <laughs> Roman, don't bring it up. Um, but with, you get that with comedy clubs sometimes where people, someone will come up to you in the break or whatever. It's more if you're hosting, and I quite rarely mm-hmm. do that. But compares always, you know, if, you, if it's one of those comedy clubs where there's not a backstage and you're just, just at the back of the room, Often, like, groups of lads will come over and go, it's so-and-so's birthday, can you call him a prick? (laughs) Or whatever. Do you just do it? No, uh, no, no, no. It's a recipe for disaster if you do it. So the comp will always go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll disappear and they just (laughs) won't do it all the time. Because you can't make the night about them. Because if they're already rowdy and that sort of thing, then they're just going to steamroll the whole evening and ruin it. But sometimes it is, you know, if they haven't requested it, I'll call them a prick. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the irony, I suppose. (laughs) Ian? Yes.
1: Okay. Yep. had like 15 minutes to think like of that. I don't know. It's I felt like more thought had gone into that. whatever. Yeah, well,
0: well I'm put on right. the spot. So. Yep. Yeah. Just saying. Um, <laughs> so, who's made a better impression on you, George, or Adam?
3: Why is this shit? This keeps <laughs> happening. We've had the Who's funnier?
1: Please, no. I'm not getting annoyed. <laughs>
2: Well, mm. I mean, bit of a no-brainer, right? <laughs> <laughs> is it audio? Fuck off! Which, yeah, <laughs> which one of these men took a Rennie off me, not knowing what it was, and then just let it dissolve
1: in their mouth? I mean, what what kind of impression is that?
3: I wanted to do good. I wanted to do well on the podcast. I didn't want to be distracted by my da- heartburn. I can I can I
1: assume <laughs> the answer's me then? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> there. Why not? <laughs> All right, Adam rat (laughs) 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 do you you want to play your question out why did you ask that charged question
0: Um, I don't know there's there's a lot of competition between you two
2: is there
3: I
1: noticed that is there yeah there is oh
2: right sorry who do you consider to be the main one
1: I'd assume (laughs) me (laughs) whose name
2: is first when you list your double act it is him
1: but I I don't think that matters what do you
3: I'm kind of the underfoot figure that gets picked. <laughs> underfoot? Yeah, underfoot <laughs> figure. Right. Yeah.
2: Who's the stri- who plays the straight man in your double act? <laughs> more Adam probably.
1: I don't know. We should know this. I
2: don't know. It is more Adam. <laughs> if you don't know, I'm
1: gonna guess it's both of you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's rubbish. Yeah, it is. I think we usually cast other people yeah. as like straight men, so we can both be funny. Oh right, Ian, yeah, I yeah. think... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess. it is you, isn't it? Actually, it is Ian.
0: Well, I'm, I'm not really doing anything, so it's like, <laughs> am I the straight no man? straight.
1: <laughs> Ian
3: normally plays the music <laughs> for our shows, obviously, yeah. but we broke the violin at the end of Edinburgh, so he just sat on the stage
1: <laughs> for about oh, right.: well, I did a bit of acting. Ian's always in, silence. in everything we do. I yeah. did a bit of acting, so yeah, yeah, did, did he's acting.
0: exaggerating. <laughs> right. Did a bit of acting. <laughs> Guys,
1: <laughs> you've been sitting there very nicely up until now. Um, we're going to pass it over to you for questions. If you have a question... Can you put your hand up, please? Thank you. And we're going to bring you over a mic. It's just so that the listening public can hear you. Don't, don't worry. Uh, Adam's coming over with that now. Where's the question? Uh, over there. Yeah.
3: Hiya. Uh, am Hello. I supposed to introduce myself or something? No. No, okay. No, yeah, <laughs> not, you, you can if you want. No, nah, it's all right. No, I don't want you to. Okay,
2: yeah. don't. No, you must uh, not. Okay. So, um, now when you were talking about uh, writing for other people, jokes, that, that gave me an idea because... I'm from Austria, and since about two years, people keep telling me that I will soon have to go back where I came from. And if you can give me some like really funny answers to that, yeah, that oh would be really really oh, helpful. <laughs> this to is not this, this is brilliant. Please. <laughs> right, I'm going to say what I said when people Fantastic. used to say that to me, which is, uh, "What's your budget?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said okay, but she's not actually said a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be, uh... You know, I can't be working for free, <laughs> <that>? so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll do it for free. <laughs> I'm sure they'll do it for free. That's no, right. So I'm not people, the funny. What, I'm what not the funny mean? one. <laughs> you want a response to when people say, "Go back to where you came from." <laughs> when people tell you you might have but to go back to where you came so from. So
3: what? What, for example, happened is like at the
2: at the checkout or at the bus stop or at the bar. Somebody hears me talking, they, they can tell that I've got a foreign accent. They're like, "Oh, yeah. where are you from?" "Oh, from Austria." "Oh, really? Well, now we've voted that you have to leave. So, when are you going to leave?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Jesus Christ, that is <laughs> and I'm horrible. always like, "Uh, okay, I'm going now. Bye." <laughs> what <laughs> you should do is just go, "Shit, you're right. Drop your bags and sprint off." <laughs> 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 Shit, look at your watch uh, and just leg it out of there as quickly as that possible. That is a
1: good joke, but I think it, it doesn't I mean, it doesn't help it doesn't you. Doesn't help. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I know. I suppose. Yeah, then you'd have to go back
2: and get your bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm very sorry that happens to you. That's horrible. That's all right, but I thought it could make yeah. Well, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to struggle. It's charged to make that funny Through um, fear, we're
1: going to move on. But thank you for your question, um, and I hope that stops happening. Try the drop in the bags thing. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, I
2: did. I did vote for it. So if you could, uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs>
1: Hello. Hello. Hello.
4: Okay, so present company accepted. Um, oh, all right. Uh, who do you admire in your peer group? Well, as if he'd
1: say who?
2: us. <laughs> you don't <laughs> as need as to bother saying present, present company excluded. In my peer group? <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose it depends who that is. Uh, admires, I'll, I'll answer find funny. <laughs> there's, not, there's lots yeah. of things not yeah. to admire about these people. <laughs> uh, I think Adam Hess, you know, have you heard of him? No. no. Adam Hess is a really funny comedian. I used to live with him. He's so funny, and a guy called Sean McLaughlin is very, very underrated. Uh, in terms of like people that everyone's likely to be aware of, obviously, big fan of James Acaster, like the rest of the country. Um, Ed Gamble's great. I love, I love working with Ed. I think Ed's really yeah. funny, but I love working with Ed. We've got a good chemistry, and also Ed's always been... Ed's always felt like and looks like an older brother to me. <laughs> uh, so he's always been really helpful and a bit of yeah, a mentor. Yeah, he looks
4: similar. We saw him for the first time at Edinburgh, actually. And did you like oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Good I'm job that you show. said yes. Or oh, that is yeah. in re- <laughs> <laughs> recording <laughs> so history. So that was the right answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, Ed's great. Ed's great. And he's a, he's a really hardworking, funny, just like, mm. and he just knows his voice and knows his style. He's an amazing writer. Ed is one of those comics, it's just the opposite he does comedy in the opposite way to me, which is why I admire him because he, he has an idea and he'll, he'll go on stage with an idea and it'll be a, just a two-minute bit. And if that for me, I go on stage and routines get shorter and then they maybe grow a little bit from getting confident and ad-libbing. But they get, I just go on with every idea I've got on a topic and then it gradually just goes, that shit, that shit, that shit. Mm-hmm. This is the f- routine. Ed will just get an idea, find a little kernel of humor in it, and then he just tags and tags and tags it until it's 20 minutes. So, if you did you see him this year, just gone? In uh, no, in 2016 as well.
4: Actually, 2016. But we're going to see yeah. him in March at the London at his London show. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah.
2: He's got this routine yeah. about getting a massage. Essentially, the story is just he got a massage and um, farted. Right. <laughs> it's like a 15-minute routine that is funny. Every sentence is a big, big laugh. But blokes are good at doing that. He just sorry.
4: Blokes are good at doing that, making farting sound funny for 15 yeah, 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 minutes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's not something <laughs> I've
2: been able to do yet. But he, uh, it's really. It's just a testament to his writing ability that he can just turn like the smallest of ideas into these long things, and he's just—I think he's great.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's an answer to <laughs> yeah. that. That's an answer to that question. Hi. Hello. Well, I just have a question about like you know when you start get to to become a comedian and you know when you are like not sure if you're funny enough and you have that fear. What is your story of like the most funniest and I guess embarrassing moment on the stage when you started?
1: Oh, it's normally a question you ask. You've outsourced it to the audience. Oh, I left that one out.
4: It's interesting because, like, you have to get over it, and you still yeah. have to make it funny. So
2: I had a really early on. There are these things called gong shows, mm. and that is where you have to go on, and a couple of members. Have you heard of a gong show before? No. A couple of members of the audience are given these cards or something, and you get. You have to go on stage, and the idea is you've got to last five minutes. You've got to be funny for five minutes. And then if you get to the end of five minutes, they play a gong and you win the gong and you go off and you're in the final or whatever in the clap off at the end to see who wins the night. But these people with cards, if they think you're shit, can at any time raise a card. And if three cards get raised, you get gonged off and you have to leave the stage and you see how uh, long you lasted. Of course, they don't play a gong at the end, what we're talking about? They just gong you off if you're mm. shit, basically. And I did this gong show and it was one of my first ever gigs in London. And uh, I lasted the five minutes. But part of my set was that I got to about four minutes and said... Right, I don't really have anything else to say because I didn't expect to last this long. So anyone got any games we can play? And I was just like riffing on that. But the prize of winning this gong show was you got to come back next week and headline with 20 minutes, right? (laughs) So I came back the next week. And also, not only was I like, I had no material. So I'd spent the week just writing ideas. So 15 minutes of this set was going to be brand new and I'm a brand new comic anyway. So I do not have the skill to do this. I've never been on stage for longer than about five minutes before. I've got to headline this gig. Everyone else on the bill doing this gong show is more experienced than me and they've had it. It's been quite a weird gig anyway but a lot of these comics are people I was aware of and I was like I'd seen their stuff on YouTube or whatever and was a fan of them and they were going on and coming off being like oh they're a bit weird and I was thinking but I was such the arrogance of being 17 and being told you can headline the next week I was like well I'm the fucking headliner so this is gonna be <laughs> fine I went on stage um I my first mistake I opened with the word sup I went on stage and I went sup like an absolute prick and then I I tanked Beyond belief, like this was it was insane the level to which I was dying, and I was getting heckled. Someone heckled me with "What you gonna do on your gap year?" Uh, Yeah, good one. uh, Yeah, good stuff. And but I had also that week seen Stuart Lee for the first ever time, Mm -hmm. and Stuart Lee I saw him do the routine where he's on lying on the floor for ages because he's (laughs) doing. Uh, about Only falls on Horses when he falls through the bar. And then Stuart Lee rolls around on the floor for ages going, Stu, Stu, this is terrible, Stu. Why are you doing it? It's the funniest thing ever, Stu, whatever. And so I thought the joke at 17, I thought the joke of that routine was just a man is on the floor. So about 15 minutes into this set, I just got on the floor and lay down and just started just going, oh, God, this is awful. I'm doing shit. And it's the, honestly the most embarrassing thing in the world. I came off stage thinking I hope I lasted that twenty minutes because it was also like they were paying me twenty quid or something. And I came off, st- and they were filming it. And I came off stage, <laughs> and uh, I said, "Did I do twenty minutes?" And the lady running the gig said, "You did forty-three minutes." <laughs> I had been on stage dying on my ass needlessly for forty-three <laughs> they didn't minutes. Flash a light. The they most didn't... embarrassing Why experiment in history. Off? Genuinely, it's amazing I ever did comedy again because it's the- it was so humiliating and awful. Um, and that was so early Why did they off?
1: flash you off or anything?
2: I don't know. Maybe they did, and I was just so like resilient. And, uh, it we'll was post terrible. Link Thank you for asking and me and making me relive that moment. I'll we'll post a link
1: to that video below in the yeah. description. Oh, God. Um, uh, yes, at the front here, Adam? Don't run, Adam. Thanks. Um,
2: this is a bit of a deep question, and everyone oh, else's cool. questions have been quite funny. Oh, that's good. Um, do you think social media and the fact that people get more offended by things has changed the way that you do comedy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it has. I think it's. I think that. But I think both schools of thought on this are a bit weird. You got like groups of people, usually ugh, older comics, or fa- older really famous comics, and usually in America, saying oh, it's bullshit. You can't say anything anymore. Yeah. And then there's the other school of thought, which is the like, no, this is all really good. Everything, every aspect of it is really good. Wokeness and stuff like that is really good. And it wokeness is good, and it is also good for comedy because it makes you. There's so many of those jokes that you now can't say anymore. are just lazy and shit anyway. Yeah. But definitely there are moments where people hear buzzwords and think you're saying something offensive when you're not. You're just talking about a topic. But that is much rarer than... It's reported on so much on these like comedy news websites that it seems like, to comedians, it seems like it's happening constantly. But it just isn't. And most comedy audiences don't really know what you're talking about anyway. It's just an internet thing Yeah, I think... at the moment. But it will grow and it should grow. Because it's just about people's rights, essentially. Mm. But yeah, there's, um, it, it's good because it stops lazy writing, essentially. And it makes you, it's definitely made me think twice before when I've gone, oh, that'll, be a, that'll get a good laugh. And then you go, yeah, but what are they actually laughing at? Because the subtext of that is you're saying that something is just bad. So you suddenly just go, right, okay, well, then don't do it. Restructure that. So it's a positive, I think.
1: I, I also, I don't know if this, this happened, I don't think there's the same uh, thing happening in comedy clubs. I think still comedy clubs still seem to me to be a place where free I mean, where free speech and all that stuff is, is I mean, you can say what you want, basically, right? Yeah,
2: but definitely in comedy clubs there's still really lazy shit that gets a oh, big laugh. God, yeah, yeah. There's stuff yeah. like you, you, you see compares in comedy clubs just like pointing at two men sat next to each other in the front row, and imply they're gay and get a huge laugh. Yeah. And just like say a broke back mountain joke if you're wearing a Czech shirt and just get a massive laugh and it's just like, what the fuck was that? I mean it's like it makes me if I, if someone does that and then I have to go on, I just go, well, What is this crowd? if they're interested mm. in that but you go it's not their fault it's this yeah. compest fault cuz it's all about rhythm and just like confidence anyway so, but yeah it, so so it's good that this stuff's happening so that hopefully that will get weeded out eventually but it's not made it to comedy clubs as such yeah yet. It make, so. it, the edinburgh fringe and stuff is pretty good for that s- sort
1: of stuff yeah 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 definitely and vault festival
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah Which is where we are now
3: and there's also the fact that like if one of, if any comedian does something wrong the whole internet seems
2: to know like i've bet uh, like as obviously, since I use social media quite a lot, um, there will be people I've never heard of before, and then suddenly they, they do something bad, and it's just completely blown out of proportion. Mm. So is that is that also a contributing factor? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really. Uh, it depends on the sort of thing, but yeah, there's stuff like the. It, for me, the thing I'm not that, not as keen on is the d- digging up of past mm. tweets mm. and stuff like yeah. that, and just like trying to find anything to go. This person is now a villain because they once tweeted this. I mean, there's things that you should have to answer for, but it's just like uh, nuance has exited the debate in that sort of thing with Twitter because everything's just about sharing and also because there's so few characters and all that sort of stuff, you just have to convey your point so quickly that it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit frustrating. I don't think that that hasn't affected my job. It's not made me think twice, really, to go, what if everyone suddenly picks up on this on Twitter and then I'm vilified yeah. because I don't, haven't had any thoughts that are <laughs> that horrible.
1: How, I don't know how much it's changing individual comedians because I think that audience, comedians who are interested in uh, political correctness and, you know, and trying to subvert that anyway will carry on doing that and the audiences will still like it. So I, yeah. I, I don't think that's going to... I don't think individual comedians are going to change but perhaps as a whole comedy... Will and also be audiences
2: good. are quite smart and they, audiences get context in the room. They understand... Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they 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 t- i say audiences tend to understand where you're coming from in the room, and then it's when stuff is just written down and reported on that you go well, that in writing is very different to that with comic timing and being said in a certain way off the back of something else that it's a different thing but so yeah that uh, that aspect of Twitter and stuff is shit, but actually in reality the, most people don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm.
1: if you mention it, people don't know what you're referring to mm-hmm um, I'm aware we've got to wrap up fairly soon. Are there any more questions, burning questions? Excellent. Great. Well, um, can we have a last round of applause, please, for Rhys James? Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you for coming. Everybody really enjoyed that one. <laughs> right. When well, I was going to start
3: that professionally, and you
1: fucked I did it start professionally.
3: No, you didn't. You did a little voice. I
1: thought it was you
3: talking. Um, that was Rhys James, uh, genuine guy. Uh, if you'd like to, fascinating. If you'd like to hear more about what Rhys James uh, is up to. You can, go to, you can you can go to <laughs> reesejames.co.uk or you can search Aww. at reesejames on Twitter and you'll see a lot of what he's up to on there. Yeah, what what are you, you implying? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was, I was you afraid. implied it, the way you said that implied that, that he's he was up to bad. something nefarious. Yeah, no. you can see a lot of what he's up to on there. Yeah, like I regret. Something. Yeah, I regret the way I said that. I regret doing that voice as well. we have a lot to regret? I think. Enjoy. No. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, um, it, next one in two weeks time. See you then. And in the words of the head Nazi, isn't it? Or whatever he said. I can't remember what I did now in okay. the show. They won't know. Some
3: of them Give don't. me your
1: fucking bread. Bye. Bye.